What it do? You're in the building and you're listening to Mud Talk with Coach T. Welcome back, Mud Talk family. Today, I'm going to share my journey to Vegas, how I learned that the most important thing in life is to truly just be yourself. Join me on this wild ride as I explore what Vegas has to offer and the lessons that we learned along the way. Let's go. I just fell on my tank and I'm ready to go. Told them pat me the ball and I bet on my scope. I'm on a level that headed the grade and they told me slow down, but that's all that I know. I'm in the studio working at Delhi cause I was just down and I can't go back broke. Told them in time so I'm giving them hope. Leave it to God cause that's all that I know. You know I'm ready for war. 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 Man, we just touched down. It's just, I mean, less than 12 hours ago uh, from Vegas and, and I'm jumping on here to record this episode. Uh, for a lot of you who follow the podcast, you've heard my story. You know exactly who I am. Um, you know as much about me, if not more. And I said this on a previous episode, than a lot of my family members might know about me. And I've grown into this person that is just uh, in a place of, of peace. I'm in a place of uh, uh, confidence as it pertains to my life and, and knowing where I'm at, because I've given everything to God. I know that everything that I went through up until this point was a part of his plan. It was a part of his purpose for my life. And if I didn't experience, like I talked about on the last episode, if you haven't already tuned in, uh, about last episode, we talked about poverty, get on Apple, get on Spotify. And before I get too deep in this, man, make sure y'all go and rate and review the podcast. Y'all know the deal, man. It ain't asking you for no money. I ain't asking you to, to sign up for a subscription. Just go and rate and review the podcast. Leave your honest thoughts and assessments in the comment box, man, and continue to help this podcast out. For those of you that have already done it, I appreciate you and I thank you in advance. But here's the thing, man. Where I stand in my life right now is truly based on my beliefs in Christ. You know, my values, uh, the way I think about certain things. And, you know, I have to pray a lot of times, God help me not to be judgmental because I've made so many mistakes that it's hard at this point in my life to see a person doing something and truly just like, bash them or talk down on them. You know what I'm saying? I always see the good in people. And I know that when you can get past, you know, a vice or or a addiction or, uh, you know, get past being locked up or get past uh, whatever issues you're going through in life, that on the other side, you're going to become a better person through the experiences that you've had. And I know that firsthand. So when I see somebody going through something, yeah, I'm the first one to try to help them. But at the same time, I'm, I'm always, especially if it's somebody that I'm in direct contact with every day, I'm always going to tell people um, about my journey to where I'm at today and, and how it was important for me to get past certain things, to get away from certain people, to get away from certain places. And so I'm just going to add in some context to what I'm about to go into. And that's uh, our trip to Vegas, man. You know, we uh, me and my wife had been looking for a trip for just me and her for a long time, just dating back a few years to the COVID when COVID hit, we had planned to go to Miami for a birthday, you know, just, it's just weird how every time a birthday comes up, something would either happen with, with my job. I'd be working these crazy hours and, um, you know, time off, just, it would always something that would get in the way, you know? And, uh, we said this year that because I know I'm gonna get at least one four day weekend a month. Um, and that's, 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 separate from my uh, vacation time, I said that I'm going to start utilizing the four-day weekends. We're going to start utilizing that for us, for, for our time and for family time, even if that's, you know, taking the kids on a trip, you know, spring break, whatever, whatever. So one of the first things my wife looked into 
this was last year well she wanted to go to the usher usher concert she is a super fan an usher super fan she loves usher she loves his music yeah he is her favorite artist and shout out to usher man you know what i'm saying i know that you know music is important to a lot of people and I, I watch how happy my wife was when we went to the concert and it just goes to show that music is a connection that um you know brings us it's, music is something that brings us all together and you, you just saw different people from different different walks of life that were there at the concert and it was just beautiful it was a beautiful thing but here's the deal man we looked into you know going to see usher he has a residency in in vegas and uh for those of you who don't know what that is, it's just like somebody basically at one of the hotel resorts, uh, you know, or or uh, venues in Vegas, uh, an artist will have like a, a series of concerts for a certain amount of time. And you get to come out, you know, and it's multiple times a week where they host a show. I think Usher does it three times a week, if I'm not mistaken, right now. And it's called uh, My Way 2023 or something like that. But long story short, my wife was looking up when when we could get tickets, when we could go. And ironically, we stumbled upon March, where it's her birthday month. Shout out to my wife. You know what I mean? Birthday's on uh, on the 26th. If you listen to this podcast before, you know that my wife is not just a birthday. It's a birthday month. So to kick off her birthday month, uh, we have uh, we, we we booked a trip to Vegas. And that was to go for one of my four-day weekends. We would go see Usher. Uh, we would explore Vegas and, and everything that it has to offer. And with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and fast forward a little bit to, you know, just the plans to go to Vegas. We looked at different hotels, you know, everything's a casino there, right? It's not a hotel, it's a resort, it's a casino. And it's a bit different for me because when we look up, uh, different resorts, when we're going out town, out of town, say we're going to the beach or say we're going wherever we're looking for, uh, the best place to stay at. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. Like God has blessed us tremendously at this point in our life. And, uh, he continues to just shower us with blessings and i refuse to to travel in in, in penny pinch like it's just not it like we're gonna we're gonna experience what it feels like to uh, uh get the full experience of wherever we're going if that makes sense and so we're looking at the best possible places we can stay at and uh we came across a couple of different places but of course we've never been there so you live and you learn we chose to stay at the aria which was it, it is a uh five-star um resort hotel and casino in, in in vegas and it's right on the strip and it's actually connected to like a um i believe it's crystals the shop the shops at crystals or something like that where you go in and it's a mall but it's nothing but designer stores in the mall there's literally no regular stores in there um everything from louis vuitton to dior to hermes to you know burberry gucci um you name it man balenciaga i mean if you're into it all of that is literally connected right to the resort uh you just walk through like literally a, a hallway and you're right there and then of course you got the strip you got all this stuff there and so we chose to stay at the aria you know not even knowing that all of that stuff was around we just looked at the ratings the reviews and so we came across that and that's where we decided to stay and i'm not gonna lie to you man one of the things that made me nervous about uh going to vegas was who i am as a person right like when when you look at vegas it gets this stamp of just being a place where, you know, people already say whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So that alone right there should allow you to read between the lines and and, and make your own uh, determination about what you think about Vegas. So for me, coming from somebody who, you know, has, has lived a life of crime, has indulged in, in different things in life. You know, Vegas was the last place I wanted to go as a married man. I'm like, yo, this ain't it. Like, I don't I don't know if going to Vegas will ever be something that I should do. 
You know, number one, uh, I'm just being all, let's be transparent. There's things that's legal in Vegas that aren't legal everywhere in the world. Let's just be clear. And so if you go to Vegas and you don't have a firm foundation, if you're not uh, true to yourself, you could go to Vegas and lose it all. And I ain't just talking about money. And that, and that's why this episode was so important for me to bring to you guys, not just about, you know, some of the, the funnier things that happen in Vegas, some of the more exciting things that happen in Vegas, some of our great experiences, but just to talk about, man, being yourself and what it means, you know, being yourself means accepting who you are and embracing your individuality. You know, it also means being honest with yourself and, and, and the people around you and living your life according to your values and your beliefs. Being yourself also means being confident in who you are and not being afraid to take some risk and try new things. Most importantly, it means loving yourself and understanding that you are unique and special in your own way. Why is this important? Why was that whole spiel, you know, that I just read off important? This is because going to Vegas really helped me understand that my foundation is firm and it's rock solid. You know, years ago, if I probably would have went to Vegas, you know, six, seven years ago, my experience probably would have been different. You know, if I would have went to Vegas 10 years ago, my experience probably would have been different. Because truth be told, 90% of people that travel to Vegas are going for, with the exception being like the 10% that go to visit family or our own business or, you know, like us who went for a concert. You know, most people don't leave Vegas without gambling, uh, uh, indulging in alcohol or drugs or, you know, in some kind of adult activities. And listen, I'm not knocking. Whatever you do is what you do. But the fact that my foundation is solid, I knew that I would be able to go to Vegas and leave um, without having indulged in any of that stuff. Number one, we had a purpose while we went. We went for the Usher concert. OK, we stayed at a hotel casino. They don't even call them hotels, right? They call them casinos. We stayed at the, the Aria, which is a beautiful place. Beautiful. Um, everything, you know, the people, the staff was nice. I mean, uh, just a ton of restaurants. I mean, you know, just, I mean, you name it, it was there, right? You name it, it was there. And my only beef, like, let me just be, let, let's start there. My only beef with Vegas is that when you go, especially to Aria, just be prepared. If you're like me, you know, I, I live in a smoke-free house. You know, I my mom smokes, my grandmother smokes. I know plenty of people that smoke, but I don't wake up every day smelling it. You know what I'm saying? And so when you walk in a casino and all you smell i'm talking about it literally from the moment you walk in the door smelling like cigarettes and vanilla for real like cigarettes and vanilla. i don't want to ever smell vanilla again as a matter of fact i don't want a vanilla candle uh, uh, uh i don't want uh any vanilla like spray i don't want i i'm not even gonna say i don't want vanilla ice cream because that's a different type of you know what i'm saying indulgent but listen i don't want to smell vanilla for a while when you walk on the bottom floor of the aria especially when you get ready to walk through the casino, all you smell is cigarettes and vanilla. And again, it's legal to smoke like inside the place. So it's like, it's different here. Like you can't smoke inside of, you know, restaurants and, 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 and places. It just can't happen. You can't be smoking in the mall and different things like that. And so, but in Vegas, again, a lot of things is legal. It's not legal where I live. And so it took some, it took a massive adjustment. You know what I mean? And I, and I'll be honest with you. I wasn't there long enough to get used to it. Because the smell alone was just something that I just couldn't deal with. Like, I just couldn't deal with smelling cigarettes. And then on top of that, the smell of, uh, uh, which had to be some kind of fragrance that they were just, like, maybe pumping into the casino to try to, like, mask the smell of the cigarettes. But it literally smelled like a vanilla cigarette downstairs. 
That's all it smelled like as soon as you walked through there. And so, you know, coming into the Aria, that was one of my first beefs that I had there. Um, beautiful facility, though. Beautiful facility um, in and out. Like the building was phenomenal. Beautiful place. But, you know, the reality is, man, like um, if you're not a smoker, you don't want to smell smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not a smoker, you don't want to smell smoke. I, I can I can be around it. I'm not in any type of danger of picking up a cigarette myself and smoking one just because everybody around me is smoking a cigarette. I'm not in danger of taking a sip of alcohol because everybody around me is taking shots and getting drunk. Like, like my foundation is firm and solid in Christ. Like, so I don't uh, I, I won't be moved off my pivot. Let's just say that. And so going to Vegas, like, I, you know, for the longest, I thought that if you go there, you had to indulge in some way, shape or form. But truth be told is being true to yourself will allow you to go into a place like Vegas and still have a blast without doing any of the stuff that everybody else is doing. I was telling my wife how phenomenal it was to walk away from that and just be like, you know what? We're one of the few people that will walk out of this place that didn't didn't bet, didn't gamble. You know, what I mean, didn't uh, indulge in various different activities. And we walked away and we still had the time of our lives. And what I mean by that is like. I, I made a statement recently on my Instagram and it was a reel that I posted. It might've been my most recent reel. If you haven't already go to the mud talk radio show on Instagram, give me a follow. If you haven't already, my most recent reel was a, a quick video of the concert. It was during the pregame phase. And that was, you know, I hadn't been, I hadn't been to a concert since I was 17. So let's be clear. Um, shout out to, uh, Charlotte. If you're from Charlotte, you know about Summerfest. You had to go to Summerfest at least once or twice. I don't know if you didn't, I don't know what you was doing around those times, especially if you're my age, but yeah, man, I hadn't been to a concert since Summerfest. This concerts just aren't my thing. Like I, I don't, I don't see the value and, um, you know, paying to see somebody, you know, perform their songs. Now, mind you, I'm speaking from a, 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 a person who, puts value on other things. So I'm not talking down on people that that see value in going to a concert because I get it. Just like I want to be front row to see LeBron James play and I want to remember every freaking second of that and, and I want to tell, tell those stories to my children and my grandchildren and, you know, if I'm alive for their children, you know, to tell them how I saw one of the greatest players ever to play the game, play live. You know, that's an experience that I place value on. I place value on you know, going on family trips. I place value on uh, being able to uh, provide for my family in certain ways, being able to experience eating at, at phenomenal places. You know, like I place value on a lot of things. And when it comes to spending money on those things, I don't see anything wrong with it. So I'm not one of those people that actually would place value on going to a concert, but my wife is. And so for the longest, our marriage has been based on, you know, a lot of what I wanted to do and little of what she wanted to do. Now, mind you, buying gifts for her or, you know, getting a, if you heard the podcast episode about the new car she got, when, you know, a day out the day after Father's Day. It's just been so many things, but there's things that she really, really loves and really, really wants to do that, you know, for the longest, I never ex actually ever made those an option for us to do. And it wasn't until last year where I was just like, yo, I went to God about my marriage. I'm like, yo, this area is of concern for me in my marriage. Like, my wife needs to be happier. Like if, if you're not, you know, as a man and I'm going to give you just a little bit of piece of advice from somebody that's been married for a little bit. Um, you got to constantly be getting better in your marriage. You got to be getting better, you know, uh, as it pertains to uh, the type of love that you uh, display to your wife every day uh, or your husband every day. You, you got to 
uh, find new ways to connect on, on levels that you haven't in the past. And for me, that was one of those things because my wife is like, she always felt like if she wanted to go do something that she knew that wasn't my speed or my vibe, she would have to go with one of her homegirls. So she would have to go with, you know, my sister or something like that. And, you know, for the longest, I was just like, yo, that's cool. Because guess what? I don't have to do it. But I was thinking from a different perspective. I was thinking from somebody that was only trying to be happy on my end and at the same time telling myself that my wife was happy. But the truth is, man, nothing makes her happier than experiencing that with me. And so when we started to talk about going to see Usher or whatnot, it was it was a lot of pushback on her end. She was like, I know you really don't want to do it. I ain't going to go. I don't want you to go because you're going to ruin it. And um, up until that point, she she was 100 percent true, 100 percent right, because based on our experience and the things we've done, she knows that I just don't like to be around certain things. But I had to tell myself, I'm like, yo, God, like if I'm truly if the old man is truly passed away and the new me has has nothing to do with the old me, why am I afraid to go into certain environments? You know, what I'm saying, do I not have faith? You know, what I mean, do I only have faith in situations that I can control? Or do I have faith no matter where I go? And so I had to tell myself, look, look, you're going to do this. You're going to go with your wife. Y'all going to have fun. You're going to see her happy in a way that you've never seen her happy before. And the truth be told, that's what happened when we went to Vegas. Like I saw my wife. Oh, man, she was just so happy doing that concert. I mean, singing, vibing, jigging, like all of that, man. And it's like when I put up that video of the whole crowd swag surfing, you know what I'm saying? It was just a vibe. You get what I'm saying? And, and here's, here's a funny thing, too. Like, when we was at the concert, uh, I know I'm a bit all over the place. When we was at the concert, there was a group of people in front of us. And, and as the pregame was going on and DJ was doing his thing, he was shouting out different areas of the country, right? He would shout out the DMV. And you would hear people just go crazy. Then you hear him shout out ATL. People go crazy. He would shout out, you know, San Diego and Texas and uh, Maryland, all these different places that were had traveled from all over the country to come to the Usher concert. And then all of a sudden he was like, you know, shout out to Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was somebody's birthday and, you know, whoop de whoop. And the, the, the row in front of us literally went crazy. Now, here's the funny story. As we're going into the Usher concert, you know, coming through the, the entrance, you know, I'm kind of laughing to myself like, yo, I'm really starting to. This is the first time I started to feel like I'm getting up there in age because I do take care of myself and I take pride in like making sure that I keep myself up. You know what I mean? I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm not eating a bunch of crap. You know, I'm taking care of myself because it's garbage in, garbage out. Right. And so at, at almost 38, I could truly be looking like 48 if I didn't take care of myself. And so the reality is when we were in that line going into concert, I started looking around like, yo, it's a lot of, you know, grown and sexy going in this joint. You know what I mean? We had people in their upper 30s, 40s, you know, and, and, and back to what I was saying, the row in front of us that they got the shout out, it was some older white people that were from Charlotte and uh, surrounding areas. And they were in, I mean, they had to be in their 50s, maybe even 60. They probably was the oldest people in the concert that I saw because it was dark. I mean, I didn't see a lot of people. It was people everywhere, thousands of people in there. But, um, you know, it was funny because I had on my From Charlotte With Love hat, which I always wear anytime I go out of town. Anytime I go, um, you know, across the country, I'm always going to rock Raw Melon. If you haven't already, go follow Raw Melon Apparel. You already know the deal. Um, that's the brand. I'm going to rock Raw Melon. And I'm going to rock From Charlotte With Love. If you haven't already, go follow at Trash Genius. That's my boy, man. Um, beautiful, beautiful uh, clothing brand. It just represents not just you know, the city, but it represents who I am. It resonates with me. And that's why I always wear it. So um, I had on my From Charlotte With Love hat 
and I tapped the lady on the shoulder and I pointed at my hat and they were just like started smiling and you know we started dapping each other up her husband was right there but it was crazy man to just see you know people of all ages coming together at a concert and just everybody having fun and you know when you're truly in tune with yourself and you're truly confident in who you are as a person then you can go into any environment and have fun and not be impacted in a negative way not walk out of it feeling like you're out of place or out of sorts because you know what your foundation is you know who you are there's a lot of people in life that haven't gotten to this point yet and what i would say to you is just take your time you know definitely put god first definitely definitely put god first because he's the one that's going to give you strength when you're weak he's the one that's going to allow you to come out of the fire unscathed he's the one that's going to allow you to go through the trials and the tribulation and become a better person on the other side. And I'm a, I'm a testament of that. You know what I mean? My testimony is that, you know, I, I we're, we're all sinners, but I've been a person that Vegas would have described me up and down. You know what I'm saying? Like years ago, but the person that I am today doesn't resonate with what Vegas is about, you know? And so me going there was a bit nervous. It's a bit scary, but we go to Vegas, man. We just had a blast, man. My wife, we were in the concert, the concert, I ain't going to cap to you. It was three. It was about three hours long. I didn't know what to expect. Usher didn't come out to at least an hour into the concert, but the crowd was lit. The DJ was going crazy. He was mixing it up with the different songs from old school, new school, R and B, rap, you know, hip hop. It was just it was it was it was an event. And I can't say this about Usher. The man puts on a show. The man puts on a show. I I, I don't even know what type of workout regimen this guy has. Uh, um what kind of practice he goes through to be in that type of shape to be able to perform that type of show. But man, it's, it's like an athlete, you know what I mean? It's like playing four quarters in a basketball game or a football game. Like you going in, you, you dancing, you performing, you at one point in time, this man was on skates and it was just like, it was wild, man. And so this whole time Usher is performing hit after hit after hit after hit. And shout out to Usher, bro. Like, bro, this man got hits for days. I mean, I knew a few of the songs, of course. Like, who doesn't know Usher's music? Like, I wasn't like a, a a super fan of Usher like my wife. But, you know, as I'm hearing these songs, I'm like, bro, I got crazy hits. Like, crazy, crazy hits. And the one song I was looking forward to was uh, uh the make, You Make Me Wanna. You know what I mean? That That's what, to me, brought Usher on the scene. I was like, I, I want to hear that song. But it wasn't to the end of the concert where he played. I forgot what song that was, man. Or what it was called, man. But it just had me vibing because I literally didn't even know that that was Usher's song. And he started going crazy playing that song. The crowd was going nuts. But can I say shout out to all the grandmas that was in the building? It was a lot of women, you know what I'm saying, in that building. Um, and this is why I praise God that I was with my wife. Because there's a lot of men that were with their women at the concert. And I can see why. Because that type of environment you you need to be on a solid foundation. You need to be with somebody you love because it's like, bruh, like that is is not the type of environment you want to go into uh, on some like you on a girl's trip or a man's trip. Like you don't want to go in on that. You feel me? Like as a married man, like I'm at the point now where I don't even feel like my wife. I, I told her whatever you want to go do, let's go do it. Because what I saw there in Vegas was what could potentially be my wife if I continue to neglect uh, the thought or entertain the ideas of going here or going there and her having to result in going on a girl's trip. Not that I don't trust my wife, because I do, but I don't want to ever put her in that situation where, where she has to settle for going with somebody else because her husband don't want to go. 
You know what I mean? So, so one thing that I learned about Vegas was that you need a firm foundation when you go. Uh, you need to be confident in who you are when you go. And most importantly, you need to uh, understand the type of environment that you're going into. And you got to have, have, have self-discipline because, you know, it's so easy because people just come up to you in Vegas, man. They drunk. They talking to you. They talking inappropriate. They're saying different things. And it's like they, they don't they don't necessarily mean harm because they feel like if you're here in Vegas, then you probably can relate to what I'm talking about. And here's a perfect example. We had got a cab. We, you know, the, the cabs, they come every second on the second in Vegas. Right. If you if you live on a strip, I don't know about the suburbs. I, I would imagine it's very different, but uh, we're on the strip. So the cabs are coming on the second on the second. Right. And um, you got car services everywhere. And it's like you ain't got to worry about getting nowhere in Vegas. You know what I mean? And then everything's pretty much connected. So you either can be on feet or if you're going a couple of miles away from the resort, you can get a cab. So we get a cab to go to uh this phenomenal phenomenal man shout out to tmv the modern vegan best vegan restaurant i've ever been to went to a bunch of vegan restaurants in cali where you know the home of the vegans you get what i'm saying where it's some phenomenal and i'm pretty sure there's a lot that i haven't been to in cali but when we were out there last time we were out there i went to some phenomenal vegan spots had some phenomenal vegan food and you know in my city that we don't have a ton of options we have probably three or four good vegan restaurants and you know once you go to a lot of them you start to wear them out you get what i'm saying but we looked up vegan restaurants in Vegas and the number one vegan restaurant that came up was TMV, the modern vegan. And we looking at the reviews and I'm just like, the reviews were phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of nervous because I'm like, yo, it's two miles away. We got to catch a cab. And here's my thing again, being true to yourself, trusting in God, having faith. Um, but at the same time, being staying vigilant and, and, and being aware of your surroundings. I didn't know what side of town I was going to. And because of that, I was real nervous about where we were going. But I said, forget it again. When I went back to my whole spiel, if we go back to what I just said not too long ago, that, you know, being yourself also means being confident in who you are and not being afraid to take risks. It was a risk to lead at the lead of comforts of the um, the Aria and the resort where it was, you know, 10 plus restaurants, fine dining, you know, swimming pools, malls, shops, everything you need, entertainment like you didn't have to leave. But because we wanted to experience um, the modern vegan, we had to leave, right? So we had to catch a cab and we get into the cab and back to the inappropriate stuff. Like, you know, we get in the cab and, and my man, you know, we get in, he asks us how we doing. And here's the thing. Number one, the dudes out there, not all the cab drivers, but my man was trying to hustle us. Right. So he asked us where we're going. I told him, said, we're going to the modern vegan. It's over on, uh, Naples. You know what my man tells me? He like, yo, I don't know where that's at. I'm like, number one, you live in Vegas. You drive a cab. You know these roads over here, and it's only two miles from here. You telling me you never heard of Naples? It's it's a road like you never heard of it. So he pulls over and was like, "Yeah, let me look it up." Now, mind you, the meter's running on the cab, and this ain't about money. This is just about somebody that was trying to play us and try to pull one over on us, right? And so my man, the meter's running, and my man's like, "You know, uh, okay, I found it. Let's let's head there. Follow the blue line." I'm like, "Bet." All right. So a few minutes later. You know, after pulling over in the parking lot, after just picking us up, you know, we're on the way to the modern vegan. And during the ride, my man just starts going on his script of uh, jokes, I guess. Like, so he starts telling jokes, good dad jokes. A couple of them was cool. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know, I'm going to have to keep that one and go home and tell my kids about it. You know what I mean? Then the jokes turn from uh, appropriate to, to extremely inappropriate. You know, he's mentioning different things. And mind you, we're in Vegas. So, you know, to him, it's probably not inappropriate at all to talk about what he was talking about. But 
you know, at the end of the ride, the guy goes, uh, yeah, you can pay right there with your card. Um, it's going to give you the option to tip. Just make sure whatever you choose for a tip that you actually press it because uh, if not, it won't go through. So I don't know if he, he was trying to slick talk or fast talk, but I heard him like, bruh, like number one, this ride was trash. You pulled over to the side as soon as you picked us up to run the meter up a little bit. And then on top of that, you try to act like you ain't know where you was going. On top of that, you're telling inappropriate jokes. I told you I didn't smoke. I told you I didn't drink, but you continued to go on an inappropriate boy. And so as you're dropping us off, as bad as I wanted to give my man a tip, because I tip everywhere I go. My wife tips everywhere she goes. But my man tried to almost like press us to give him a tip. And I was like, all right, bet. You know, as I'm getting ready to press the tip button, my wife like reaches over to the to the credit card machine and she's she presses the no tip and goes on. So my man gets the receipt prints out and he was like, whatever y'all pressed for the tip, it didn't go through. And I'm like, bro, you know, we didn't press no tip. You know, at this point in time, not only are you trying to play us, but you're trying to be on some like some funny acting stuff. So, you know, our first taxi ride in Vegas was trash. I don't know the, the taxi cab company. I'm not going to like shame him like that. But my man, his whole tactics and what he was going about, like that's never going to get you a tip for me because you had two people that are willing tippers. We tip everywhere we go. We tip when we eat to go. And I'm not even eating in the restaurant. We still tip to go. I tip at the smoothie place. I tip everywhere I go. So giving a tip is something that I'm just naturally going to do anyway. And so this guy didn't get a tip all because of his actions and his behavior. And so we get dropped off at the Modern Vegan. And uh, it's in a little strip mall right where the uh, I want to say there was a uh, 7-Eleven or something in the parking lot. I think it was a 7-Eleven in the parking lot. Here's the funny thing about how my man was trying to play us. Today's episode is brought to you by GingerBrand.com. Go to GingerBrand for all your premium quality streetwear needs. Right now, I'm rocking my super dope, super comfy, all black GingerBrand t-shirt. And it's really cool, man, because it actually has a Bible verse right on the front of it. It reads 2 Corinthians 9 and 6, which is right up my alley, man. If you know me, that's awesome, man. So shouts out to the owner of Gingerbrand for getting this out to me. It actually shipped really quickly. It arrived here at my house a lot, a lot sooner than I thought it would get here. You know, you can find them on Instagram at gingerbrand underscore. That's at J-E-N-G-E-R brand underscore. If you're on Twitter, go give them a follow at C-O Ginger. Or just go to the website, man, at gingerbrand.com and check him out. He has a ton of different streetwear from jogging suits to hoodies to, you know, sweatshirts and T-shirts, man. All the kind of stuff that I like to rock and I'm sure you guys like to rock, man. Shout out to Gingerbrand from the soil, a brand you can believe in, embracing uniqueness, gingerbrand.com. Yeah, so it was like a 7-Eleven or something in the parking lot. And my man... You know, we're asking them, like, is it pretty easy to get taxis from over here? Because we're not familiar with the area. Number one, we're, we, we come from the East Coast. We're visiting. We don't know nothing about Vegas. And um, my man was like, yeah, uh, people love that 7-Eleven over there. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, you don't keep up with your lies, homeboy, because you just told us that you didn't know where this place was at. You just told us that. And now you're telling me that people love that 7-Eleven over there. And if you go on that 7-Eleven, they'll get you a taxi. They'll press a button and get you a taxi. You know, the amount of cap that was coming out of that man's mouth, in other words, lies, uh, trying to finesse and do other different things. I'm like, bro, like, <coughs> you just sealed your fate. I'm not getting a tip. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you the difference between this cab driver and the one that took us back to the airport. And the Uber driver that we had, it took us back to the uh, resort when we left the Modern Vegan in a little bit. But 
going into the modern vegan, and if you are a vegan um, person, maybe you're vegetarian like me, maybe you are uh, on a journey to weight loss, and you're just trying to find a way to just eat healthier, change your diet, and explore different types of foods that are out there. I will tell you this, that eating vegan ain't what you think. It's so many good options. I mean, forget good, great options. Here at The Modern Vegan, they have the largest vegan menu in the world. Yeah, you heard that correctly. The largest vegan menu in the world. Now, in Charlotte, we have a phenomenal vegan restaurant called um, Oh My Soul, who has a phenomenal menu, and they change it um, pretty often. But this menu was like triple the size of that restaurant's menu. And I mean, if you look at everything that they had on the menu, it was crazy. They had a whole section on the menu that just talked about basically the favorites, the fan favorites that everybody orders. So you go to that and you look on there or if you didn't find that, you go look on something else. You know, I settled in on the on the meathead and the meathead was a um, it was like a burger. Right. It had two two vegan, uh, uh, two impossible patties on it. It had vegan cheese, which I hadn't been a fan of because most of the ones I've had haven't been really good, except for shout out to Ace of Spuds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, shout out to, uh, you know, everybody, the whole fam over there who, who runs Ace of Spuds, the food truck in Charlotte, man. It does the uh, potatoes and they have all different types of loaded potatoes. Just phenomenal, man. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Go follow them on Instagram. Just type in uh, Ace of Spuds, man. You'll find them and you're going to want to eat what they have. But long story short, the last good vegan cheese I had was from them. Um, I, I haven't had any good vegan cheese. Um, from anywhere else. I've tried it just about everywhere and it just wasn't good. Uh, and so I was a bit nervous, the fact that it had cheese on it and I didn't take the cheese off. Um, but it came with like four different meats on it. It had a vegan sausage, two burger patties. It had vegan steak, um, vegan bacon. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. It had like um, sauerkraut on it and Thousand Island. I took the Thousand Island off just because, man, ain't no, no, no hate on people that love Thousand Island. But bro, my dad used to make Thousand Island when I was a kid. And I just got worn out on it. It's on my list of stuff that as an adult, I will not touch to save my life. It's on that list with ranch, uh, uh, milk, cereal, um, um, Thousand Islands on that list. You name it. There's a lot of things that I just won't eat as an adult because I was just burnt, on, burnt out on it as a kid. So I took the Thousand Island off. And um, here comes, you know, the, 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 the burger to, to, to my table, the sandwich. And my wife ordered a... Uh, uh, a burger as well and she had like uh like vegan shrimp and uh it had uh bacon and very like it was crazy like the amount of toppings and stuff on it and we ordered some fries and we also had these like popcorn chicken bites or whatnot <clears throat> again not not real chicken but vegan because the menu is 100 vegan a lot of the items on the menu was gluten-free and um you know as i'm eating this i like i literally didn't even finish it i, I like came down to probably like the last corner, I had to weigh the white flag. I'm like, I'm done. I can't eat no more. This is just, it was too good, number one. And I was stuffed. I literally couldn't eat anymore. And so the modern vegan, I actually, it was so good that I made a reel on it. Um, and I posted it on my Instagram because, you know, I love to share places that I've been to, not just to say, oh, look at me, but just to give people that are just like me, that may be in the same boat, that are a bit nervous about trying stuff. Some people may have already said that eating vegan is too expensive or the food is nasty. I could never, I couldn't do this. I'm, I'm going to give you options of places to go to. And I will challenge you to at least try it. 
and tell me about it because because I, I would guarantee you a lot of people that eat there aren't vegan. The food's just that darn good that people go there and they eat there. And so when we went to the Modern Vegan, um, they did not disappoint. The service was phenomenal. Uh, our server um, got a got got. Not only did he get a great tip, I think we actually took some of the money that we would have gave that cab driver to the to the server as well and blessed him with a great tip because the service was great. My man was phenomenal. Um, I mean, he talked to us. He loved. It. I mean, he even gave my wife a hug at the end. My man, you know, and I and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I get this everywhere I go with my voice. It's that people's like, man, your voice. You know, what I mean, you got a great voice, man. Do you sing or do you do radio? And when I tell him, I was like, yeah, I got a podcast, I got a radio show. And it's like, man, I knew it, man, because your voice. I'm like, cool. Like he complimented my voice, and and maybe it's just his way of connecting with people that allows him to, uh, you know, earn a, a great living at what he does, but. The guy was phenomenal in explaining the menu, breaking down everything. And, uh, you know, he he just he, he provided exceptional service. And so we gave him a great tip. And um, as we're getting ready to leave, um, he also helps us out with, you know, trying to, you know, find a cab Uber. Whoop -de -whoop. He was telling us that, yeah, sometimes that, you know, it's hard to get a taxi out this way where the taxi driver that dropped us off was telling us it was nothing. Uh, he was like, yeah, you'd probably be better off to call an Uber or whatnot. So we got an Uber. The Uber was like one minute away. Um like, again, I made a full um, reel about this place. And you can look it up yourself at the Modern Vegan on Instagram or just go to their website and check out their menu, bro. Like, just looking at the pictures is going to make you hungry. I don't care if you a meat lover. I don't care if you eat meat your whole life, that you don't like vegan people. You think we crazy. You think vegetarians crazy. I don't care. I guarantee you with something on that menu, you're going to eat and you're going to love yourself. I promise you that. I promise you that. Um, as a matter of fact, I can guarantee you that. But here's the thing. The Modern Vegan was the best restaurant we had while we, we were there. Um, caught the taxi back. Uh, we, excuse me. Caught an Uber back to uh, the, you know, back to the Aria or whatnot. And she was she was nice. She was uh, on time and uh, got us there really quickly. But, you know, as far as Vegas in a nutshell, I would say this. I don't know if I would go back just on the strength of like, uh, like just going just to be there. Because, again, I don't gamble. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't um, indulge in certain activities. So like there's nothing really for me to do in Vegas unless I'm going to a magic show, a concert, um, you know, something like that. But like. I don't know if I would go back. I think we it's possible we may be one and done with Vegas unless we just shoot out there for the weekend to go to the modern vegan, because, uh, yeah, we definitely would do that. Like that restaurant is just phenomenal and on top of that i found out it's a franchise so there's franchising options and a lot of franchising opportunities like um if you're into potentially opening a franchise or wanting to invest in opening a restaurant yo if you bring the modern vegan to charlotte next level next level it's gonna blow it out the water it's gonna blow every vegan restaurant here out the water um just just a, just a piece of uh piece of advice you know what i'm saying they they are a franchise and there are franchising opportunities i don't know exactly how far out they go i know some places are just on the west coast and you got some places that like our midwest west coast um but if 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 it's possible i would recommend if you're a restaurant owner looking into how you can get a modern vegan here in the charlotte north carolina area in raleigh somewhere where you have um a bunch of people that come from different walks of life you know we are a transplant city where people move here from everywhere in the country because it's a great life a little bit slower pace but you can get a lot more for your money and you can raise a family here it's just it's just a better way of living um so so if the modern vegan was here it'd be doing crazy numbers it'd probably have a line out the door all day every day but um 
the modern vegan was a win. We get back to the Aria. We we you know we kind of we enjoy ourselves, man. We walk around. We, we we did a lot of different things while we were there, as far as just exploring what was out there, walking the strip, you know, going here, going there. But the one thing I just couldn't get away from was the amount of people that legit spend the night in the casino. Like I don't get it. Like like. Like we we got into like leaving from the concert, it had to be like probably four o'clock East Coast time, four o'clock AM. And that's like the latest that I've ever been up. Of course, over there it was like around one o'clock, right? Um, but still my body felt like it was four AM and like my wife was still up. She was on a like a high from the concert, like super excited, happy. And so we get in this long line. The only place that was open in the resort, the only place that was left open was a pizza place. Everything had closed. Except for them slots, right? Except for the bar, right? Um, except for the VIP spots. Every all the food places were closed. And so we got in this long line for pizza, man. We was in this super, super long line to get some some pretty mid pizza. Um, but we were hungry. We haven't eaten since early. We hadn't hadn't had anything to eat since earlier that day. Um, I would say that if you do decide to stay at the Aria, just make sure that you don't have an issue with smoke. You know what I mean? Because that's all you smell downstairs. Now, when you get to go upstairs to your rooms and stuff like that, you're not smelling it or whatnot. But downstairs, this is a distinct smell of of cigarettes and vanilla. And I mean, we had to wash our clothes when we got back home. I'm like, bro, we got to put our stuff in the washing machine now. You know, wash your hair tight vibes, all of that, because it's like it's legal there. As a matter of fact, when you get off the plane, you've ever been to Vegas, you get off the plane like they got a casino. They got casinos in the airport. Like when you they, they, got, they got like the smoking ones and they got the non-smoking ones. You can go in there and gamble in the airport while you're waiting on your plane and lose all your money. And you can smoke cigarettes in there. Um, but yeah, man, Vegas is just a um, it's a different place. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it to be. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that Vegas is family friendly. Like uh, I did see some people there with their smaller kids. I don't know what they went to go do. Uh, maybe they were there to visit family, but I just don't know if I would want to bring my kids around that. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't, I, I wouldn't consider Vegas to be a family friendly place travel wise. So, uh, if you're going to go to Vegas, it's probably going to be more of an adult trip. My guys, if you're going to Vegas and your woman wants to go, go with your woman to Vegas. Do not let your woman go to Vegas with her homegirls. You trust her, you love her, but bro, don't put yourself in that situation. Go to Vegas with your woman. Have fun. Y'all live life, live it up and be happy when you get back that you went with your woman. Because what I saw in Vegas, um, I won't speak on on this podcast because it is a family friendly podcast, but Vegas is not family friendly. It's not. And so uh, if you're going to go to Vegas, you know, you you, you better be um, true to yourself. Um, that's one thing I learned when I left Vegas, that God, you really have provided me with a firm foundation and I'm so grateful and I give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise because um, without this foundation in you and the strength that you have provided for me that I wouldn't be able to go to Vegas and walk out of there um, with my stuff all together. You get what I'm saying? And so um, being true to yourself is super duper important. And me and my wife talked about that at length as we left uh, Vegas and we were on the plane and uh, as we got home, it's like, yo, like your foundation means everything. Because if not, when you go there, you're going to you're going to succumb to all the vices that are, are, are in Vegas waiting on you. So um, you got to be true to yourself. You got to have an identity and you got to have a reason why you're going there. And uh, because of that, we were able to go. We were able to enjoy ourselves and really live life um, 
on, on, on a level that we would always live it when, when we, when we decide to travel and that's to experience it, uh, on the highest level. So, uh, shout out to Vegas. If I was the rated one to 10, I would give Vegas, uh, eh, I would probably give Vegas like a six, you know, it's, it's not like that, that deep for me. Um, the concert, the Usher concert is, is, is the main reason I would rate it high followed by, um, the Aria was a great place to stay with the exception of the smoking downstairs um and the modern vegan those three takeaways for me is the main reason why vegas would be a six out of ten i would need to see more vegas um but apparently there's not much outside of the strip outside of the strip is where everybody stays in the suburbs and stuff so i don't know um you never say never but as of right now i don't think that we will be going back to vegas anytime soon uh but i did enjoy what we experienced while we were there uh Here's the thing, man. I want, I, want, I want to leave you guys with this. We live in a world where uh, everybody wants you to be like what the world has accepted. It is. It is the, the world is full of, um, you know, different types of people. Uh, 20 years ago, this thing wasn't accepted. Now, 20, 20 years later, it's being forced down your throat. Um, you know, the politics, the different things. You know, I just want to tell people that in the end of the day, uh, your foundation is what's going to determine which way you go in this in this world. Get you a firm foundation. Um, for me, again, my foundation is in Christ Jesus, and that's why I'm able to operate the way I am. That's why why I'm able to be just about in any environment and still be me without worrying about what somebody thinks about me because I know the guy has my back and he's going to cover me. He's not going to put me somewhere that I don't need to be. I know that everywhere that I go is going to be a part of his plan and his 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 process for my life. And because I trust in him and I have faith, I know no matter where I'm at, I'm going to be good. And if your foundation ain't in Christ, then I can't really give you too much advice. I would just tell you this, like figure out who you are so that you don't lose yourself when you when you when you find yourself in environments that don't speak to your values. Listen, guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. As always, get on Mud Talk, man. Mud Talk Radio Show on Instagram. Go to the Mud Talk Radio Show on Twitter or shoot me an email at mudtalkradio at gmail.com. But you know the saying, man. Love is free. Hate costs. You've been listening to another episode of Mud Talk with your boy, Coach T. I'm out. I just fell on my tank and I'm ready to go. Told them pat me the ball and I bet on my scope. I'm on a level that headed the grade and they told me slow down, but that's all that I know. I'm in the studio working at Delhi cause I was just down and I can't go back broke. Told them in time so I'm giving them hope. Leave it to God cause that's all that I know. You know I'm ready for war. Uh, you know I'm ready for war. You know I'm ready for war. Yeah, you know I'm ready for war. You know I'm ready for war.